Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to a live edition of Way In Sports Talk on a Thursday night. I'm your host, Brian Tarvin, joined with host Jonathan Miklos, and should have some other co-hosts joining us tonight. Sonny Clark will get in here, hopefully. Cuervo, Big Dog, uh, Scorekeeper, whoever wants to join. But, but Jonathan, I, I never would have guessed last night that, that Kobe ends his career with 60 points. I mean, did you see that coming? You know, I didn't, but let's let's be honest. I mean, is, was there a more Kobe way for him to go out? I mean, that that had to be, other than, let's say, game seven against the Celtics, uh, I don't think there's a better way for Kobe to have uh, left this league. I, you know, being that Kobe's career essentially spanned all but two years of my life, this is somebody that, He's one of the reasons, really the main reason why I, I grew to like and enjoy and watch basketball. And I, could, I was I was grinning ear to ear when he hit that last shot. I mean, that was phenomenal. Well, you know, I'm sad that Kobe's gone now because, you know, it's back, he, he's still back into me, the old school basketball mentality with Jordan and, and Bird to me and people like that, Shaq. He's gone now. You know, now these guys hang out together in the club. They they do this. They're friends. Kobe hates everybody that's not a Laker. I mean, I miss that. We're going to miss that. I'm going to miss that the most, Jonathan, that this guy's all about winning. I know he's selfish. All he wants to do is win. We don't have anybody in the NFL like that anymore. I mean, or in the NBA, I think, like that anymore. It's a win-at-all-cost type of player. I mean, Name me one. I don't think LeBron is. Uh, um, I mean, I think Russell Westbrook would be the next to take that torch. Uh, if there's anybody that, uh, you know, he I don't know if he hates everybody or not, but he definitely comes off this way to where, uh, you know, and even, you know, it's just like Kobe where, you know, he hates everybody, even some of his teammates, you know, and I think Westbrook's the next one to take that torch. Um, you know, I don't think it's Steph. As much as I think Steph's a phenomenal player, this isn't an insult to Steph Curry, but it's just that killer mentality. Uh, Russell Westbrook, I think, is is the obvious heir apparent. Yeah, Curry's a good player and all, but he he lacks some things in his game. Yeah, he can shoot the three. Congratulations. Uh, if you'd like to be in the studio, if you're in the studio now and you want in, press number one. If you'd like to join us. I don't know these numbers, so I'm not going to bring you on. There it is from the 469 area code. I'm not sure who it is. Welcome to Way of Sports. Good day, Tarvin. It's Sonny. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I didn't I didn't recognize the number. Yeah, it's a new number. I'm I, moving things around. So, uh, Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you fine. Jonathan, do you hear Sonny okay? Yes, I do. 
All right. Well, Sonny, what'd you think about the big Mamba going off for sixty last night? Was that rigged? Was that a part of uh, this game being rigged? Utah letting him come back and win just because it really didn't matter? Uh, I I don't know about that, Tarvin. I I think I, what 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 comes to mind. Okay, if it wasn't rigged, I guess we could probably. Just throw that on. If it wasn't rigged, I want to know where Kobe Bryant's been all year long. Then, I, I know I shouldn't be saying that. I, I, I guess I should be happy that he's out doing what he's doing, and he had a good last game, and he pops off for sixty. I, I just want to know where he's been all year long. Okay, I want to know. Yeah, maybe I'm an ass. I, I don't know, but I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed because it makes me wonder what what has happened. Now, granted. I mean, what was on the table? 42 mil for him? I mean, I get it. I understand. I, that part I get. But at the same time, um, you know, I'm not going to remember this last game of, oh, how wonderful it was. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to be going, where the hell has Kobe been last year? Well, last year he was hurt, I guess. So, But where has he been all year long? Why hasn't he been popping up for 60 all that time? Granted, he's older and everything else and can't do that all the time. But you know what? If he can do it one time and it wasn't rigged, then he can do it more times than once. But he still has to make the shot, though, Tarvin. Yeah, I mean, he has to make the shots. But, again, most games you don't. His entire team, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jonathan, they were passing him the ball every time. They were telling him, shoot, 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 every time. So he shot 50 times last night. He played 40-plus minutes, which is not normal. But, again, that's a good question, Jonathan. Where has this Kobe been all season? Uh, well, I mean, we we do have to remember Kobe's age, the injuries he's gone through. Um, you know, it's – you know, and let me just put this into perspective. Kobe scored 60 points. He also jacked up 50 shots. I think he wound up going like 20 for 50 last night. So it's not like he was lights out shooting. Uh, Utah was playing a little bit of Ole defense. And I think this was an adrenaline-fueled, this is my last shot, I'm giving it everything I have kind of a thing. And, yes, his teammates kept telling him to shoot. He kept shooting the ball. They went in. Um, you know, but I just – you know, you could tell when when he had that he had a break, you know, almost like a breakaway dunk, and he couldn't get up and, and dunk the ball. I mean, that's you could tell it, it, it was just time. And I think honestly, he if he doesn't take fifty shots, he doesn't score that many points. Yeah, definitely. And let's bring on the man himself, Cuervo. Cuervo, welcome back to the United States. What'd you think about the? The Black Mamba 60 last night. And Big Dog, I think, on the horn, if you are Big Dog, hit number one if you want to talk. But Cuervo, welcome to the show, buddy. Appreciate it, Tarvin. Thanks for having me. And uh, and I I watched uh, probably the best part of it, which is the last five minutes. And uh, I got to say, I was was entertained by it. I really was. And, uh, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better send-off for a guy than uh than a performance like that i mean it 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 was really the home it's the cornerstone of what his career was about uh you know obviously high scoring and but most important of all a, a guy that performed in the clutch and, and won games and that's that's what his career was about and it was kind of like you know the final encore and, and i thought i thought it, I, I didn't think it could have gone any better 
So, you know, for yeah. Laker fans, hey, that's your lasting impression. I'm a, I'm a sad man, and Big Dog, Big Dog's with us. Welcome, Big Dog, to the show. And I know you probably shed a tear last night, Big Dog, as, as Kobe put up 60 and went sailing off into the sunset. Yeah, it was it was an incredible game. Uh, just like uh, Corval said, and Corval, welcome back. Uh, glad to have you back. Glad you're back home safe. Uh, but as Corval said, you know, uh, it, what a better send off. I mean, 20 years of, of you know killing everybody night in and night out for the last let's say 17 years because he's been hurt the last three, you know, and and he dug deep into the the fountain of youth and the, his team wanted to make sure that he went out with the bang and he did, you know, he's, you know, he shot uh, 42 of 50. So uh, excuse me, 20, 20, where, where the hell is it? I don't have right here. Uh, yeah, 40, yeah, 42 uh, of 50. <laughs> no, he was 22. I'm sorry. 22 of 50. So, you know, shade, a shade under 50%. That's not too bad considering that's about what he shot for his career. Um, you know, he was 6 of 21 from the three-point line, but he made him when he had to. But it was just an incredible game. He wanted to make sure he went out with the win, you know, even though we only won 17 games this year. Uh, he did not want his last game to be a loss, you know, so I think that yeah. was more important than anything. But um, just, just you know, the love and adulation that, that everybody gave him, you know, for this last game. And I don't know if you guys have heard or seen – but just before the game, uh, when he went out onto the court, Jeannie Buss, of course, the principal owner of the Lakers, took Kobe and Vanessa Bryant to the back and presented him with a special commemorative ring uh, for his 20 years of service for the Lakers. Um, it was a ring, kind of like their championship back-to-back ring, uh, but it consisted of five large diamonds, one for each championship, and 20 smaller diamonds. Uh, one for each year he he uh, a year of service with the Lakers, and uh, there was only wow. two made in the world one 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 to him one to his wife, and they showed a picture of it. Wow. It looked pretty damn incredible, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they're awesome. Well, hey guys, well hey guys, funny, uh, you're on mute right now. You're getting some background static and noise, so I'm gonna bring you back on in just a second. If you could look at that, I just want to say that real quick. But big dogs. I mean, this is to me the end of of the the basketball era when it was good. Like Kobe was the last person from that yeah. generation that that made basketball what it was, you know, like what made me love the NBA and now he's gone. Who I mean, I know Jonathan said Russell Westbrook, but I just still don't feel that. I think Kobe ended the era. Yeah, Kobe was uh, the last dinosaur, you know, of that type of an era where you know, you didn't you didn't play on the court and then go out and party with you know your opponents right after. I mean, these guys were enemies and and they took everything seriously. Not like now where you know everybody comes around and have you know it, it's a it's all a big joke. It, it's more about personal stuff. You know, like oh, how much can you know? I want a three hundred million dollar contract. I don't care about rings. I don't care about championships. I just want the money. And Kobe was the last guy of the era that it was about championships, you know, about winning percentage and bringing, you know, pride to your team. You know, we, we don't see that in the guys out there right now. There, there's a couple, like maybe Westbrook, although he's, he's a little bit flashy, but maybe Durant. I'm not I mean, even Duncan. sure. On, no. Well, Duncan's on his way out too, though. Duncan's got maybe a year, maybe two left, depending on how Pops uses him. Uh, he's still playing, but, though. 
true. Yeah, good point. I forgot about Duncan. You know, and and they have the. They, I mean, they're probably the best chance to dethrone uh, Golden State this year because the uh, the champs coming out of the West. It's either going to be Golden State or it's going to be San Antonio. I don't think Oklahoma OKC, has maybe. the horse. They could be. That's what just I was saying. I don't know if they quite have the horses to make it all the way through because for OKC to get to the championships, they have to beat San Antonio and Golden State and then face the final. So I'm not sure if they can have it in them to do, to do all that. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Well, Sonny, what, what yeah. do you think about the, the – Sonny, Sonny, do you think that the Golden State Warriors can go down in the playoffs? And if so, who can beat them? Oh, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I think I, they do. I, just more in the fact that I've watched the team all year long, I, you know, because people were interested in them. They were interested in them because of, obviously, Stephen Curry, what he's been doing all year long, the beginning of the season with no Jeff Kurt and uh, the other guy stepping in for a while, uh, Walton. I, so I've been watching this, and I've been watching it a lot. And I was listening today to the national broadcast about so, – uh, and I think it was on Mike and Mike that had the beat writers there, one of the people that cover them, is the fact that – a lot of times once they had that seed locked up, you're not going to see Stephen Curry. You're not going to see the starters. But they kept going. They kept going. So they had about 17 games where they're right there all playing in the 40-minute time, you know, near, you know, about 30, in between 32 and 40 minutes a game. And that's, you know, physically I think they can be beat. And I think the, I think the team that can do it, I, I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to go Oklahoma City, I think, will get them. And the main reason why is that you got Westbrook healthy this year, and you also got the big man in the middle healthy. Everybody, So the two main cogs of that franchise are healthy and ready to go unless something has happened that I missed on that. Uh, but those guys are ready to go. And, you know, not having one one year and not having the other the next year, um, this is the time where both horses are ready to go, both are mm-hmm. ready to play, and I think this is I think this is the year for them. Now, Sonny, do you Jonathan, think, do you think um, I'm sorry, uh, do, Sonny? Do you think that that uh, Oklahoma City can get by the Spurs first because they have to get by the Spurs before they would face Golden State? I, and and I, I still go with that there. I, I see what you're talking about, Big Dog, but I'm still going with that. I, I think they're, you know, with the fact that this team knew where they were going to be as, as far as the seasons here, you know, within the last three days, um, you know, last three games, uh, they knew where they were going to be. So, you know, I, I, just, I just think there's just something about this team of this year. Now that everybody's healthy, everybody's on the same page, that I, I don't know if any egos are pushed to the side, but I'm going to tell you, when you got both of the big men in the lineup for them, I think they're the only ones that can beat the Spurs or the Golden State Warriors. I don't think, I don't think the Spurs can beat Golden State. I, just, I don't think they can. I, the, the age is catching up with them. Um, more so than mm-hmm. anything, so that that's where I'm thinking. Yeah, that's how they just creeping up, and you know, watching San Antonio the other night during the game, that really they benched Duncan and and someone else they benched, but they can't shoot. It's like uh, 
Parker and Gin- Ginobili is terrible, Cuervo. I mean, we're just watching those two guys depress me. I, I had the Spurs going all the way until I watched that game, and now though, I don't know what to do. But uh, the Spurs could be in trouble. Uh, well, I mean, if they continue shooting the way they are, yeah, I would say so because then again, I mean, <laughs> besides the Spurs, come on, look, I mean, unless unless I'm missing something, who in the West plays defense? Like, I, I that's how I, I look at it. So even if they Houston. even if they do have, <laughs> uh, they're not good. Yeah, James Harden, Defensive Player of the Year, right? Uh, Ooh, I mean, in all reality. <laughs> um, it, it's just if you look at you look at the way the Western Conference plays. I mean, it's it's almost like watching Big Twelve football. You know, what I mean, it's it's it, it's all offense, no defense. So, yeah. Yeah, well, John, know, John, I, mean, I want to ask Jonathan a question and direct it to him. Jonathan, I'm I'm intrigued with Houston and Golden State. I think Houston. With the big man, if he plays like a big man and Harden gets hot, they could give Golden State some problems. Am I am I smoking too much crack right now, or or what? Uh, yeah, Golden State's gonna sweep Houston. That's that's gonna be a four game. Thanks for showing up. We just averaged 120 points and hit 93. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I think Houston, if they could get something figured out between James Harden. And Dwight Howard, it'd be nice. I mean, people think they're meshing really well together, but here's the problem. When you have somebody like Dwight Howard, he should touch the ball at least one time each possession. Um, you know, and just entry pass to him and let him go from there because he's a pretty good passing big man. And obviously defensively he's imposing, but nobody else on that team knows how to play defense. So that, they, you know, they're going to struggle defensively against Golden State. Offensively, they've kind of been a disjointed mess. You know, they, they're going to need to find themselves a real head coach to try and get everything together, whether that's Thibodeau, whether it's Mark Jackson, I don't know. But they need uh, a coach that will provide some leadership and just sit on these guys and tell them, look, play team ball or sit on the bench. So so you're not going to give them a game, big dog. I'm giving Houston. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them one game in this series. I'm not going to say sweet. Uh, well, first, first I have a question for you. When you were saying – uh, James Harden and their big man. I know you weren't talking about Dwight Howard because you know you must have been talking about Josh he's a, Smith. He's a big says, man. He's a big man. He is. Oh, uh, so, and and it, I'm not sure this is a, P, a PG. I'm not sure if this is a PG show or not. But Dwight Howard is the pussy of the NBA. You can't even look at him and he cries. You know, and, and he, he is pat. He is passive. We've talked about this before. He is passive, crying, and the problem is all his his minuses are his his pluses now do not outshine his minuses. He has no post moves whatsoever. He can't shoot a damn free throw to save his life. You know, he doesn't really get along with James Harden. You he know, does not um, well. You know, we 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 have moved from a PG to a PG thirteen show, guys. Just to let you know. <laughs> um, for the sake of it, I might give them one, one game, but uh, I would not be surprised whatsoever. Whatever, uh, I'd go with Jonathan on a sweep. Uh, right now, because everybody is talking about yeah. Golden State, saying yeah that they're seventy three and nine. You know they broke the record. But what does that record mean until you win that championship? 
So I think I think exactly. that gave them another more motivation, unfortunately, and they don't need more motivation. Yeah. You know, well, I'm worried. Just, just I, quick, you guys got me worried. You know, Steph right, Curry ahead, hit four. Steph Curry hit four hundred and two three pointers. The closest next to him was Clay Thompson, his teammate, and he shot two hundred and seventy six <laughs> makes. I mean, it, it, it's wow. it's it's stupid. I mean, it, it's oh my god, I couldn't believe it. Four hundred and two three pointers. Oh, he, he had four hundred, four hundred and two this year. Yes. That's there five are teams a game, that didn't guys. Get, there are teams that didn't get that close. Wow. And 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 that that's the problem. Like you guys said, like I think it was Sonny or Cuervo said, Houston doesn't play defense, and and Golden State, Sonny, how many points could Golden State put up in a game against Houston? Because you know they can't play defense. Well, they they better put up a lot <laughs> because they can't play the defense. Um, I, I hate to be Captain Obvious here, but you know, in reality, <laughs> if, if you're going to give up the points, you better be you better be able to put. A, if you're going to give them up, you better put them up. Um, but you know what? They've been doing it all year long. But I'm still going back to this thing. I'm I, I'm worried about the team more so because of the uh, uh, because of what they're doing as far as always playing. I mean, I don't think any of them took too much time off this year. So that that's another thing. So, But I want to agree with the big dog big time. Um, I want to say that, yes, if you win seven, you know, how many was it? 77 games. If you win 77 games, you don't win the championship. You know, what does that mean? And I want to say that, but at the same time, you know, God, that's a – that's an incredible amount of number. I mean, they, they lost less than two digits all year long. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm going to still give it to them as being a damn good team. But the portion I agree is, you know, I, I don't know if we want to call them the best in the best in the, you know, best in history without them being <laughs> able to win the championship. Hey, and I, I'm I'm still I'm still waiting on a baseball team, guys, to get the single digits of losses over a season. Do you think that's possible? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, the Yankees couldn't do it, man. Come on. Nah. So, the Braves. I I uh, <laughs> update. This has nothing to do with sports, but the Atlanta Braves are zero and nine, guys. Zero and nine. I told y'all already suck and. Yeah, and I've got, I've got Coca-Cola uh, box tickets in a couple of weeks I'm going to, and I'm like, well, great, they'll be 0-15 by the time I get there, you know, to watch, <laughs> watch a baseball game. <laughs> so thanks, thanks, Coke, for the for the tickets this year. Thanks, Coke, for the, the worst season in Braves history. I'll be there at least. But so, so does anybody think Golden State has a shot to beat Houston? Say yes if you do, if you think so. Okay, so all right, everybody's picking Golden State, and here's a Oklahoma City and Dallas big dog. Um, I don't know about Dallas much this year. I haven't been able to watch them play, but the first game Oklahoma City's favored twelve points in this first game. Is there any danger of OKC losing that one? Uh, no, OKC will take care of business. I say they'll lose one game. They'll probably get them four games to one. So, so yeah, Jonathan, I mean, yeah. 
or I'm, I'm going to say two games, and maybe I'm crazy, Jonathan, but I think Dallas is going to win two games in this series. Well, honestly, I, I think the, 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 the Western Conference first round is going to be dreadful. Uh, do, do, don't, don't get excited. It's, it's going to be bad. Please, I'm, I'm going to go ahead please. and, yeah, I'm projecting another sweep here. I'm actually projecting uh, four sweeps in the Western Conference. Uh, this is – Wow. It's just, it's just bad. I mean, you know, you, you're not going to have great – you don't have great teams going at it. Uh, Dallas has been – Kind of iffy this year, and it's, Dirk's not Dirk. He doesn't really have a supporting cast. OKC, I think, is going to have too much firepower. Would it surprise me if it was a five-game series? No, but I, I just I just don't think that these two teams match up well at all. Cuervo, I mean, it's, is it is it on? Can I say Cuervo that it's four great teams versus four sucky teams? Really, in Jonathan's point of view, there. Mm-mm. No, uh, I, mean, I mean, I don't think the Clippers are worth a crap, but they're going to beat who I, I think they got Memphis. They'll beat Memphis because Memphis is rolling out a – oh, whoa, never mind, scratch that. Portland. Uh, Portland will beat them. Portland will beat the Clippers. Well, Cuervo, hold on before we get to that, Cuervo, Dallas, Oklahoma City – um, where do you see this series going? Do you see a sweep? Do you see Dallas being able to play? Because it just seems like to me Dallas is one of those teams in the playoffs. They get there, oh, dirt gets hot, and they can they can steal a game or from you maybe. I, I think I think that's possible. I mean, I could see Dallas winning maybe one game at home, but um, you know, at the same time, I just think uh, I think uh, who are they playing? San Antonio, right? No, they're playing Dallas, Oklahoma City, and Dallas. Oklahoma City, yeah, yeah. The, the Oklahoma City's too strong, man. They just. Um, I think if there is a team that plays somewhat decent defense, aside from San Antonio, it's, it's Oklahoma City, and uh, you know, I, I, I think uh, maybe one game. You know, I mean, Westbrook could have an off night. Durant could have an off night. They both could have an off night, which could cause Dallas to. Sneak a game, but other than that, no, I don't. I don't see the Mavericks having well, much of a game. Well, I think Sonny switched phones on us. If you want me and Sonny press one, but your reception was bad when I just put you on just to see. So check that out. So I'm sure Sonny's going to Oklahoma City since he's got them beating the Spurs and the uh, the Warriors. So that's a dumb question to even ask Sonny. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, the next series is <laughs> Sunday. Here's an interesting San Antonio Memphis. Memphis is uh, I don't know about Memphis sometimes. You just never know. When they're healthy, they're a good team, Jonathan. But but when I look at Memphis here, I I think they'll win one against San Antonio just because of age. I think San Antonio's gonna rest some people in the playoffs. I think Popovich doesn't care, you know, about you know, sweeping them. I just think he wants to win, but he wants to also rest and not get anybody hurt. I'm looking at 4-1 here. What do you think? Well, I'm looking at another clean sweep. Memphis is rolling out a skeleton crew. It's pretty much a glorified D-League team. Um, You know, I I think they'll try to be competitive, but I still think the big names for San Antonio are only going to play half the game, and they'll they'll be able to win. I I, I wish Memphis was healthy, but – with as decimated as they got by injury, I don't think they have much of a chance. 
Yeah, big dog. That's a big thing if they're healthy. I mean, what do you see this series? Are you seeing a sweep or are you seeing a, a game they can steal? Uh, I'm pretty much looking at a sweep uh, unless uh, San Antonio falls asleep and, and, you know, doesn't pay attention maybe the first game back in Memphis. Maybe, but uh, Memphis is decimated. Mark Gasol is out. I believe their other big man is out. So they're, they're not looking good. Uh, it's not the team that we saw a couple of years ago that, you know, that almost made it to the finals. So San Antonio, I think, is too smart. Pops is too smart of a, of a coach. And uh, like I said, uh, if they win one, it'll be the first game back in Memphis. Uh, and that'll be because San Antonio just took them for granted. But uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised on a sweep either. Yeah. Square uh, above. Yep. Sweep. Get the brooms. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if San Antonio, yeah, they might fall asleep. I mean, hell, some of them are going to be in retirement home by next season. But <laughs> for right now, um, yeah, I, I don't see, I don't see San Antonio being slowed down until they get to the conference finals, really. Uh-huh. All right, well, let's go to the 541 area code. Uh, you're on weigh-in sports. Think of the playoffs. You fucking suck. Who was that? Did y'all hear that? Mm-hmm. Kind of heard something. Heard something, okay. but wasn't there long. Okay, never mind. Then, okay, 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 okay. Uh, NBA playoffs were on six four six seven one six five five six four. If you use profanity like that on this show, you will be shot down and killed. So just just a reminder <laughs> to everyone out there. Um, okay, guys, which series next? What do you think about the Hawks and the Celtics, Cuervo? Atlanta, the only thing they have going for them right now is the Hawks. It's not the Braves. So, so what are you thinking here? Boston, Atlanta. I really like the Celtics, um, and I and I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that it this is a good young team, and and I mean I haven't really watched much of them, but I mean I think the record speaks for itself, and I and I've always liked uh, Brad Stevens when he was back at when he was at Butler, and he took them to two straight national title games, so um, you know he, he he's he's done good for himself in the NBA, so. I really like the direction that mm-hmm. the Celtics team is going. So I, I think I like I like Boston, and I would say I'd be surprised if we went six games. I'd be surprised. Wow. I like Boston in seven games, big dog. Uh, Cuervo stole my thunder here, picking the the upset, but I like Boston. Oh, God, and you know how much I hate the Celtics. Oh. But, yes, I'm going to have to go with the Celtics on this one. Uh, Atlanta and Boston had essentially the same record. They they did have the same record. They were both 40 and 34, just, I believe, head-to-head. Atlanta had them uh, by a game. I believe they they beat them uh, three games to two in in a five-game series. Um, I do think Boston's going to win this. I think their kids are young, they're hungry, and it's one of those type of things of, of, hey, we got nothing to lose. You know, no one's expecting us much because uh, over the last ten games they were only six and four, but um, they're a good, promising young team. And uh, I think, I, actually, seven games sounds about right. 
Yeah, does that, I mean, like you said, the evenness, John said the evenness of the team is a win. If you hear my dog in the background, I'm about to choke him to death. I apologize. I'm trying to close the door. <laughs> but do, do you think this is going six or seven, Jonathan? Who's going to take it? Well, I'm voting for Brass. Or a sweep. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I think this is going to be an excellent series. Um, I'm voting Brad Stevens for president. So I'm going to take Boston to go ahead and uh, win this series. I think it'll be a good six or seven game series. I'm going to lean six right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, Brad, Brad Stevens done a magnificent job with a bunch of spare parts. Hey Cuervo, uh, check your uh, connection there. I muted you a minute, Sonny. If you want on press number one, baby. But uh, seems like everybody's on the same page here. Um, that was a Saturday series going here, and I don't, I don't want to go through every series, guys. I mean, any any surprises y'all want to talk about? Let me know. But um, yeah. it's all about eh, no surprises. I'm gonna bring Cuervo back on. Cuervo, any anything you want to talk about in the playoffs that, that makes you just want to stop and and talk about? Because the rest of the games look lame to me. But I guess we could say well, this. Who, who who's going to be in the finals and and why? I mean, I guess we could do it that way. Each each of you give your closing statement on these NBA playoffs. Well, all right. Um, well, be, before we before I give my take, uh, who does Toronto play? I know Toronto's the two seed in the East. Indiana. But I can't remember Indiana. The Indiana. That Pacers. could be an interesting series. That one could – I think that one could be the one that could possibly be an upset. I don't know. I Maybe I just didn't watch enough basketball guys when I was when I was out there, but I don't see anything impressive about the Raptors. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I'm not saying Kyle Lowry is a, a slouch, but I don't really – I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm just not – they don't really uh, – I, you know, they don't really resemble a two seed in, in a conference, so I think I think Indiana's going to give them hell. I really do. If Indiana's healthy, I think they could give them hell, and, and it wouldn't surprise me if Indiana pulls it off. Sweet. So sweet, Jonathan. Uh, sweet, Jonathan. Say it. Say it, Jonathan. Sweet. Okay. All right. We'll see. I'm joking. I have no idea. I, I would probably guess that, you know, that, that could be. I mean, Toronto, like you said, they're no big dog. Are we missing something here? No, uh, Toronto, I think Toronto got the number two seed by default because the entire East sucks. And they were just <laughs> the least suckiest team other than Cleveland. So they got the number two seed, you know. <laughs> but um, the one question I did want to pose to all you guys is this. Uh, now, whether the Clippers get by Portland, which is iffy, uh, or uh, if, they don't, if they get by Portland, then they play, San In- no, then they play Golden State, which they're not going to be Golden State. When the Clippers lose, whether it's the first round or the second round, again, do you blow up the team? Um, yes. No. I'll yes, uh, I, com- 
I completely blow it up. Um, you, you, you see what you can get for Blake Griffin. Um, I think DeAndre Jordan and Chris Paul can play together, but I, I think you have to blow it up. Trade Blake Griffin. Get yourself a wing, a wing guy who can score, um, and go from there. I, I, you know, I just, I that you can't play Blake and DeAndre at the same time, and I think you can get more for uh, for DeAndre. And I think honestly, if you want a center, you can't get a much better one really right now than DeAndre Jordan. So I, I think you you go ahead and just start shooting everybody out. You know, Crawford, Medic, all of them. Just re, rebuild that team from from top down. Yeah, I don't. I disagree with that. I think get rid of the coach and Blake Griffin. I, th- I think those two would be it. Everybody's on right now. Guys, check your connection. If you sound like your phone stuck up your ass, then I'll, I'll let you know. But I've got everybody on <laughs> right now. Uh, would that be so I'm holding? starting to hear that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I'm hearing this. I don't know. Is somebody in a damn helicopter or something? I don't know about. It might be Cuervo. Might be my new phone. Well, what kind of phone do you got? A Samsung double flip? No. Whatever. <laughs> no, mine's whatever the free one was over at Metro PC, so there you go. <laughs> oh, that explains a lot. Yeah, it explains everything. I want to jump in there really quick. I think Atlanta... Gets the gets the first round. Uh, I I really do. Uh, I I like Boston. I like what they've done, but I, Atlanta's been one of these teams, and they've been sneaky, you know, for for years and years, but they've never been able to get over the top. Um, they trade away guys, and now now they they start playing better. They got rid of a few. Joe Johnson was one of them, and they start playing better. I I expect Al Holford to step up and be the guy that he can be. You know, this is a guy that has been the. I, I call him. You know, I, I don't want to call him lazy, but I I I gotta call him a guy that has to have a reason to play well. And the regular season doesn't do it for Al Holford. So if if they can't get past the Boston Celtics, and I'm talking, of course, you know about the the Hawks. If they can't get past the Celtics, then Al Holford, you could be done with him. But I, I'm really interested in seeing more of what we're going to get with Tim Hardaway Jr. Will he play more than he did the regular season? Now, I watch the Hawks. Okay, I like the Hawks. I had Bob Rathbun on my show many times. Uh, you know, and, and I, him and I both agree that the sleeper in this in, in this series could be Hardaway, Hardaway Jr. and that, that they get him into the lineup a little bit more than what they've been putting him in the regular season. So that is that's one of the guys that I'm going to be looking for. And also Chris Humphreys. I mean, I mean he's not the best thing, you know, since sliced bread, uh, but he can put up some points. Now everybody has a reason to play. Instead of the regular season, and now it's time for them to step up if they're going to if they're going to step up. Okay. Hey, breaking news! I don't know if it's breaking, but Carolina and Denver will play in the opener rematch of the Super Bowl in the opener, guys. What a sucky time to play in! Panthers will win by thirty. And they're going to be playing in London, right? Yeah, hey, Sonny, Sonny, say about that. Sonny, what are the 
why, what are the Rams in here? I'll start with Sonny on this one. Sonny, why did the Rams trade all of uh, – I mean, they gave away the farm to get the number one pick. It looks like they're trying to get Goff, that quarterback. I mean, what is Fisher doing here? I think it's the best move that they've done. You go back and you take a look at the Atlanta Falcons giving away the farm just to get one guy. The Rams have been building up stock, uh, building up you know draft picks after draft pick after draft pick for the last years. Well, now they showed up. They, they're going to have a spot on defense. So it's finally it's finally been said. Guess what? Hey. It's time to get a quarterback now. They didn't get it with Sam Bradford. They paid him $42 million, had a great rookie season, won rookie of the year. But ever since that, the Rams have been struggling, struggling mightily at the quarterback position. They've got enough. And not only that, when they tra- they're going to get some stuff back as far as the trade is concerned on that coming in the next few years in case they do miss on a quarterback. They can still maybe grab one in the second or third round. They got like a couple of second round picks next year and a couple others next year. Uh, so watch out for that. I think the Rams, and the Rams defensively are solid as a rock, and they got a pretty good offensive lineman. Uh, you know, so now yeah. they need to concentrate on what's going to get them over the hump, the most important position out on the football field, which is quarterback. And you can say what you want, but it, it, they have got to do something to make that move because – they made the move over to California. They better do something to bring it in. Now, whether or not they grab up that boy from California or grab up the other one, I mean, it just depends on how much of a PR move that they'll do. I, you know, something tells me they grab up the California boy uh, more so than uh, than the other one. Yeah. So I'm going to mute you, man. You sound like maybe it's not your phone. Maybe it's, uh, it's Cuervo's right there. Cuervo's, that's your phone? Yep. Cuervo, man. Jesus Christ. Johnson, um, what do you think about that trade? What do you think about the Rams giving it up? Because just the way I look at it, I just don't think anybody out there is worthy of that pick. I don't think – I mean, there's nobody out there worthy of being number one. I would go with Tunsil if I was going to trade up and get somebody. At least I know for sure Tunsil is going to be the man and he's an offensive lineman. But are the Rams reaching here a little bit, or is it like Sonny said, they saved all those draft picks up for a day, they finally got their man? Uh, <laughs> I, I think this trade was awful. Uh, I, I think I think it was a terrible trade for uh, the Rams. Um, did they not learn from the RG3 uh, game? I mean, you know, they're, they're the ones who – reap the benefits of that trade, and now they're going to fall into the same trap. I'm not a huge fan of Jared Goff being number one pick. This is this is one of those years where teams are going to take quarterbacks in the first round because they need a quarterback, not because the quarterback has first-round value attached to them. Um, I've heard as many as four quarterbacks going to go in the first round. That doesn't surprise me since St. Louis and Cleveland look to be in prime – I mean, not St. Louis, wow, goodness. Los Angeles and Cleveland look to be in prime position to take one now. So – I think we need to go ahead and uh, consider that maybe St. Louis made this trade up, possibly for Tunzel. Jalen Ramsey thinks it's for him, and, and I mean, you know, hats off to him for having confidence. But uh, they go ahead and take golf. I think it's a huge mistake. This kid, I believe it was he took less than 2% of the snaps from under center. Uh, so you're going to need to make a shotgun heavy offense for him to work out there. You know, and I don't think Carson Wentz, we didn't see him play a lot last year, did injury. 
So, and those are the top two guys. So, I think that the Rams really, really botched it on this deal. I think the Titans, it's a steal. It's a great move for the Titans uh, to, to put the move back in the draft, add two more second-round picks this year. Uh, they're going to go ahead and be able to add a lot of pieces to help out uh, Mariota, and that's a team that is devoid of talent. You know, they have they got the number one pick for a reason. They were the worst team in the league. So by getting, you know, two more draft picks in the top 50, they're going to be able to address a couple more needs. Yeah, big dog. What do you think about this trade? Um, it totally is on the side of the Titans. I think uh, I think the Rams gave up too much. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, they've been collecting draft picks, but I mean, uh, like he, you know, like Jonathan said, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks going to be taken in the first round, not because they deserve to be in the first round, but because people need quarterbacks. And I think the Rams are going to fall into that. And I'm hoping it's not under Sam Bradford and they actually make a smart pick on this one. But I think they gave up too much. I mean, five picks over the next two years, you know, prime picks for the most part. You know, and I think that's a lot. I think that I think it was too too I'll much. Think, too much. I think Sonny's right about the California part. You know, being out in California, but Sonny, I mean, you, to do this, you've got to. I mean, this has got to be like a an Andrew Luck that's sitting there waiting for the first round. This is a guy that, I mean, I mean, the quarterbacks that are coming out of college these days suck, and you're you're risking way too much. Why, why not go with Tunsil? Why not just pick Tunsil up right now? You know what what you're getting. Because because they don't have I mean and I believe me the, the I, and and I'll say this all day long the Dallas Cowboys better take Kunzel. Um take away from that you you got to have the the guy at your position the Rams uh, okay they they haven't had anybody at quarterback since the first year of Sam Bradford when he won Rookie of the Year but they didn't do anything as far as standings or in the playoffs. Okay, you've got to solidify your. You've got to solidify the quarterback position. You don't solidify the quarterback position, you're going to be mediocre. It is just that simple. And I hate to say that. I mean, granted, you know, we've had Super Bowl winners on the defensive side of the ball, but the majority of the time, when a football team is going to be good, they're going to have a good quarterback. If you don't have a good quarterback, your chances of being better than, you know, 9-7, and 8-8 eight and eight in the first year are nothing. So, unless something – now, th- these quarterbacks are not Sam Bradford coming out of – or, you know, you know the, the guy up in, in, in Indianapolis, Andrew Luck. These guys don't have that pedigree. But at the same time, you've got to keep doing it and finding your quarterback. If you don't find the quarterback, the, you know, the rest of the team is going to be working harder because your quarterback can't get the job done, whether it's the offensive lineman or the wide receivers or the running back running you know, you know, 300 times or you know, how many times a year. You've got to solidify the position that makes the team successful in football. And you can say it's the cornerback. You can say what you can say it's the offensive lineman. But I'm going to tell you right now, the Rams haven't had a good quarterback since back in the year. Of, and I'll go back. We'll go back to Hart back later. So Early. as far as St. Louis is concerned, and they were Cardinals then. Okay, so they haven't had anybody in a long time at the quarterback position. You know, so they better grab them one up. And is it one of these two guys? I don't know. You're right. I don't know about the pedigree, but they're well, not the pedigree of Andrew Luck, that number one hit that you know well, is going to be good. 
And and this draft right what? here, guys. In uh, uh, in this draft, Jonathan, go ahead. I I got a couple points. A, the Cowboys don't need to take Tunzel. They have Tyron yes, Smith at left tackle. But, uh, no, they don't. Are you out of you your mind? Two quarterbacks, Jonathan. How many, how many times do you have to have your quarterback take the hits and not ha- protect the quarterback? Oh, you, you know, he went off uh, well, this Sonny, year. Sonny, are you nuts? You got Tyron Smith at left tackle, one of the best in the game, and you need another left tackle. No, you don't. Okay, you you need what you need maybe is some guard play because that's a problem that can lead okay, to more sacks. You I'm have a strong tackle. I'm just saying offensive linemen. I, you know, what, that's you, fine, you, but you we were talking about Tunzel, numbers. but you're right. You're right about that. They I mean, need I mean, offensive linemen. Right, but yeah, I mean, if you're going to address anything in that position for the Cowboys, just just for the sake of the argument, you look at the defense uh, at least at the secondary. Because you're not taking a guard that high. There's no guard to take that high. And we always know you try to draft value, not need. Um, a. B. The Rams had Kurt Warner about a decade ago. He, he uh, turned out pretty well. I'm pretty sure he's got an NDP in the Superboring for him. I forgot uh, about but, it. You're right. You're right. But, I forgot about uh, here, it. Here, here's my problem with the whole they need to just draft a quarterback to see if they can fix it. The Cleveland Browns have done that. It has not worked well, out for the Cleveland Browns. But that answer is not – wait, wait a second. If, if, I, I will tell you, if the Browns went into the year that they grabbed up that crazy nut out of Texas A&M, and we all know I'm talking Johnny Manziel, to be an answer, well, we talked about not only on this show but on my show that this is not the guy. Now, And, yes, they have been missing, but I'm not saying – I'm saying find the right one. You've got to have a quarterback. Simple as that. And whether they – hey, listen, they, it's, it's all in right now, quarterback, for, for the Rams. They've got to take a quarterback now. They've given everybody an idea of who they're going to take. They're going to take one of the top two. The Cleveland Browns are going to take the other. And guess what? That's what they have to do. The Rams have been stockpiling trade picks, and they have the one of the best defenses. They just have not been able to get into the end zone, and without getting into the end zone, and and over now since they're now really in the West now, the West you've got three team, you got three or two other quarterbacks in this league. Okay, right there. That are going to make a difference. I mean, all you got to do is look at Seattle's quarterback play and the Arizona Cardinals. They got Palmer doing what he's doing over there. You've got to be able to win this division or damn well be good enough to grab up a wild card. And if you don't do it, you you're going to have a problem. So they got to get the reason why they're going to win, and that's yeah. the quarterback. I'm not just saying on a whim, but do it their homework. But it's the best gamble for that team right now. They're they're yeah, they're better off they were better off keeping those picks and drafting somebody like Connor Cook right. uh, in the second uh, round on, than, than reaching. Hold on, Jonathan. Let's bring in Jason. He's a Pac-12 expert out there. Jason, welcome to the show. Tell us, is this worth the? Are the Rams making the right decision by drafting this quarterback? Well, they will be good at decision because Jared Goff didn't win much in the and then he's not going to win in the Pac-12. He's not going to win in the NFL. 
if you want a quarterback, go with the North Dakota guy. They want full straight national titles. Yeah, I know it's Division Two. Yeah, I know it's not to win. I think Jared Goff been to one bowl game in his career. Yeah, I would take the. That's a good point, Jason. I would I would take Lynch, uh, Sonny over or Cuervo over over Goff. What do you think? I wouldn't take it. I mean, not at least not this far up in the draft. I wouldn't pick any of these guys. I think the Rams. Honestly, no, I'm, I think not, the Rams I'm talking about if you were picking one. Oh, uh, I had to pick one. Yeah, uh, he's bigger. <laughs> he's a big guy. He's a big kid. Even though Auburn shut him down in Auburn's defense, his four. I ought to say something. Well, I mean, I mean, Jonathan just mentioned Cook. I, you know, I mean, Michigan State had a, you know, has had a little bit of success lately with quarterbacks. You know, a guy like Kirk Cousins. But I mean, I. I the way I the way I see it is, is what conference do you play in, and, and I think the Big Ten is pretty solid when it comes to competition and whatnot. I think the Pac-12 is is a little too uh, lack of defense, and this Wentz kid, I don't even know where he went to school, so I can't even say he's Memphis. good. Memphis, yeah, he beat Ole Miss. He beat oh. Ole Miss. Yeah, uh, I mean. Okay, what else did he do though? I mean, it's that's one game. You're talking about one game. Let's look at his body of work. I think they were ten and two. Well, Lynch went to North Dakota State. Lynch went to Memphis. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Carson Wentz is who I'm talking about because I keep hearing his name. So, yeah, North. I mean, he beat everybody. Well, no, well, that's that's a misleading thing. Carson Wentz didn't play in the playoffs. He was injured. I mean, he's coming off a shoulder injury. That's that's why his rise to the top of the draft boards is, is confusing me more than anybody. Yeah, and 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 I understand that. Honestly, I mean, going back to to the uh, thing about the draft or about the trade at the Rams. Is, honestly, I think the Rams set themselves back five years. I really do because of how much they gave up, and in all honesty, I think no matter which quarterback they pick, um, I think they're all going to be bust. I think all of them are. I think Goff's going to be a bust. I think Lynch is going to be a bust. I think Wentz well, is going to be a bust. All three of them are going to be bust. Yeah. I'm, hey, Cuervo, I'm like going he, out and getting Tunsil, Jalen Ramsey, or Bosa, somebody like that that I know mm-hmm. beyond a shadow think, of a doubt or, is going to produce year one. Think about this guy. What if what if, what if, if the Rams might be taking Ramsey? Because think about it. They just lost Janoris Jenkins. So they need a corner to uh, replace losing losing him. Is that you think that's a possibility? No, you don't. You don't give up the farm for a corner like that. Well, I mean, but I mean, this is I don't know. I mean, I I, I suppose you're right, but I I mean, I think I honestly, when it comes down to it, I think the Rams. I think the Rams. Uh, they. They are panicking on what everybody else is doing. They're so worried about, oh, crap, what are the Browns going to do? What's uh, San Francisco going to do? Because they all want to grab quarterbacks. And 
I think they panicked and and they they made this they made this move and we're gonna see the, this is gonna be one of those drafts where everybody's gonna be like whoa what were they thinking when they picked so and so like it's gonna be one of those type of drafts I think all these mock drafts that are coming out are gonna be so different to what what it's really gonna become and I think everybody's hitting the panic button I think the Rams the Rams are the ones that are yeah. Are that hit the biggest panic button? It's going to set themselves back five years. Oh no, not five years. I mean, they, they they've been stocking. Like I said, I'll go back. They've been stockpiling. You know, this is this is a this is a win win for them because look at where they got the other on the trade. They got second round draft picks next year, and those guys make teams. I I, I think they did. I mean, yeah, they gave up the farm this year, but as far as the future, I don't think they gave up that much because of where they got those draft picks from. They don't have a first round pick next year, though. Yeah, I mean, they they, 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 no, they don't. You're right. They give up two seconds this year. They give up their third this year next year. They give up their first next year. Well, well, all those picks could be guys. And not for nothing, but Deshaun Watson's probably coming out next year, and he's better than any of the Jokers in this class. Why not continue to solidify our core? Continue to solidify the rest of that team. This is an argument I've been making for Cleveland for years. Solidify the rest of that team. St. Louis just lost their number two corner who got number one money from the Giants. They've, uh, they always had a little bit of a weird thing at linebacker. They don't have a, They lost Laurinaitis, okay? They got rid of Chris Long. Offensive line-wise, they still have a couple of holes. Jake Long's gone. Robinson's got to move to guard. Roger Saffold can't stay healthy. I mean, they have issues. Who's their receivers? Can you name me a receiver? You know, and why not Why not stay back at, at where they were at 15 and take Treadwell? I, I, this trade was so idiotic, it's not even funny. And I, and on draft day, they're going to have a terrible draft. They're going to take Jared Goff and a bunch of scrubs. They're going to struggle next year, and everybody's going to look back at this and go, oh, they might have made a mistake, you think. Yeah, and, and, and you're right. Why not, why not draft this year? Get those players right now. And if you if you can't make the playoffs, you can't. But like Jonathan said, Sonny, you have you have Deshaun Watson coming out next year. Then now you start doing these trades and things, start giving up draft picks when you know that's the guy. I have no clue if any of these quarterbacks could could hold Johnny Manziel's jock. That's the problem I have. And, and that's how oh, I. I I, I don't I I think you're giving Johnny Manziel a little bit too I mean I'm and a little bit too much credit. Um, He's a Heisman that, Trophy I mean, winner. Well, so what? <laughs> I mean, so what? Everybody <laughs> thought that he shouldn't have won the damn thing in the first place. So you know, I don't think that's more than anything. But listen, you, 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 the move they're making the big moves. Okay, this is a bold move franchise right now. They're picking up, leaving St. Louis, they're going out to Hollywood, okay? They, and if you want to get something done, you've got to make big moves. And yes, you're under the pressure because you don't know who's going to come to that stadium. So what do you do? You put yourself in the limelight, you get everybody interested in what you are doing, and once you do that, you got yourself a little bit, and, and and you can say whatever you want, but they've got to make a big <laughs> splash. Now, granted, we go back to the fact that I agree 100% with, with everybody there, okay? This is not 
the year for this type of quarterback. But they got to do it this year. Next year's too late. They got to get fans to that stadium, whatever, wherever they're going to play. Um, it, they got to get them there. And if they don't get them there, it's going to be a joke of, a, of an NFL football team. And they're depending on people, obviously, to pay the bills. That means they got to fill some seats. And they. I, 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 they're going to take the boy out. I, I forget his name. They're going to take the young man out of California uh, as well. So look out for that. Big dog, you've been silent here. Won't you bark for me a minute, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I said, uh, I, I you know as I said earlier, I'm agreeing with all you guys. I think, or maybe not with Sonny, but I think the Rams made a big, big mistake. They did this a year, just like you said, a year too early. You don't know about these quarterbacks. You're getting them just because they're a quarterback. Now, just because they're the top of the – they're the cream of the so-called crop this year doesn't mean they're not going to suck. It just means that they're the – technically, they could say they're the best or the worst, you know. Like you said, next year yeah. you're going to have a, a quarterback coming out that you know is going to be able to make that transition. I mean, well, no one ever knows, but I mean – it's 99 times out of 100, this kid's going to make it next year. You know, he's going to make the transition to the NFL. And, and that's something you can bank on, where you can take the gamble and, and trade all those picks away for this guy. This year, you don't know these guys are going to make it. They could, they could turn out to be another Johnny Manziel, or they could, you know, you never know, maybe a Cam Newton, but I highly unlikely. Wow. You know, I mean, that's you the know. problem. These guys are nobody. I mean, during the season, exactly. all season, big dog, when you're watching ESPN, you're watching college game day, nobody ever mentioned these fools. And here they are going yeah. to get first-round money. I mean, yeah, and like I, 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 like I said, you know, you know, like Jonathan said, you know, these quarterbacks are going in the first round just because they're quarterbacks, and quarterbacks right now are in desperate need in a lot of teams. So that's why they're going to be a lot of quarterbacks taken in that first round. Doesn't mean they're going to make it or doesn't mean they're going to be good. You know, some of these guys may be good as backups or even third stringers. But hey, I may declare. I may declare for the draft. Hey, Brandon Dowdy, <laughs> watch out where he goes. I, I, I'm so high on Brandon Dowdy. Whoever ends up getting him, he won't do anything this year. But in a couple of years down the road, Brent, I, I'm telling you, there's just something about that guy. I've seen him up close and personal when I did that um, also football challenge over at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. That guy's got the goods, okay? He beat up the first-round draft pick in the quarterback challenge. Yeah, he is good. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a good quarterback. Someone's gonna be happy. That's gonna be that's gonna be the that's gonna be the diamond in the rough. I think whoever ends up with that guy. I'm I'm gonna tell you the diamond in the rough, the kid, and y'all may laugh at me for saying this. The the guy from Mississippi State, Dak Prescott. Hell, I would give him first round overall pick. I like him. I I do too. I like him a lot. I think he's big time. I mean, he he's got a lot of upside. He's tough. He's a leader. Yeah, that's if you're the Rams, why not? I mean, you can get him there. God, you can get him easy there. Why not wait to the second round and get him and see how he works out? And and and, and like Jonathan said, I'll agree. I couldn't name you a Rams receiver right now. I can tell you that Todd Gurley's on there and 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 Trey Mason's running from the police or something, but I, I can't tell you the the wide receiver. Come on, think real hard, Carvin. Let me think. Hold on. Let me think. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Who is it? 
Tavon Austin. Somebody give me a name. Oh, okay, Tavon Austin's terrible. No, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I really? So. I didn't number. say he was good. I just said the name. You guys said name on wide receiver. There you go. Well, he's not. He's not <laughs> just some. Took you a while. He's not terrible. Oh, I I know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even even when my Alzheimer's working, I knew Tavon Austin was there. You can get you can, you can get Laquan Treadwell. Just think about that. <laughs> Getting a big physical receiver, Laquan Treadwell. Yeah, God, how he's that awesome. work out for him? Treadwell's yeah, awesome. Good. There's there's buzz. He's gonna get drafted by Tampa, and I'm all for it. I know I know Quinn would be a Will Fuller fan and receiver, but but Cuervo, when is the draft? Yeah, so it's actually two weeks from tonight, guys. Uh, round one. Ooh. Two weeks from tonight. Are we, are we going to do a live draft? Are we going to do it like we usually do? What day is it? Thursday. Oh, that's that's an open day for me. I'm on like Donkey Kong. All right, we we may join shows or something like that, and that way we can get more callers or whatever we do and. Have multiple chat rooms open. Who knows? We we may have three shows going. Big dog may get a yeah, firework. Hey guys, I'm about to have to go, but but thank you guys for joining us. But re- real quick before we go, um, I have Boston and San Antonio in the championship with San Antonio winning the NBA Finals. Jonathan, oh no! <laughs> I'm joking. I have, you got your pass in I have, I have Cleveland and San Antonio with San Antonio winning at six. I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, uh, Golden State beats um, beats Cleveland in a uh, in a six game series. Um, that's that's mine. Cleveland Thunder. Cleveland and the Thunder, Sonny? Yep, Cleveland Thunder. I, I, this is the year. I, 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 has anybody really looked at Westbrook's numbers this year? They've been incredible this year. Okay? And that's with – and that just goes to show when you've got a healthy team, and it, I think it's understood. Westbrook is the leader of that, football, of that basketball team right now. Period. Bar none. Oh, yeah. And all you got to do is look at the numbers. Well, who's going to win? Oklahoma City? I'm going Cleveland to win the championship. Oh, God. Wow. Wow. The riots that will ensue. And LeBron's a Uh, different monster in a championship game. I'm sorry, he is. And and here's the problem, though. The only thing is is that he doesn't have his best friends around with him. So so he's going to have to prove it. He's going to have to put it in someone's face. So I, I think Cleveland wins it all, and now and, and God, I hate to say this, if that happens, we'll never hear the end of LeBron James being all high and mighty and all great again. Yeah, he still sucks. Cuervo, uh, who do you got? <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I'll say this: if Cleveland winds up winning the title, as long as it's not Golden State, that way they can't. They can't, you know, the the conversation of greatest 
team of all time. Oh, the Bulls, uh, Sam. No longer happens. It will no longer happen, and it shouldn't oh, happen anyway. It shouldn't happen anyway because it's not even it's not even a comparison. That's just my opinion. Something about being from Chicago, I don't know. But anyways, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, Cavs and Spurs, and I think Timmy Duncan will also, just like Peyton Manning, go out a champion. I like I would it. Like that. I like it. Who's left? Who's left? Big dog. Um, I'm going to go with uh, what everybody's and talking about. the Lakers about. are out, Big go- Dog, just so you know. <laughs> so big, big, big Dog big says Lakers in seven over Boston. <laughs> yeah, 1986. Be, been there, 85. Been there, done that. Um, <laughs> um, I'll go Golden, Golden State uh, against Cleveland. Golden State will win. And there will be no debate about best team of all time. That is one of my Lakers teams or one of Corvo's Bulls teams. Those are the best teams of all time. We would wipe the floor with Golden State. No question about that. No, no and, doubt. Uh, one little, no doubt. One, one little side note, guys. Yesterday, the, the Staples Center sold $1.2 million in Kobe merchandise. It, it breaks all world records of any arena selling merch in one night. Good Lord, Al. That's crazy. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. And uh, I'm sure, Big Dog, you'll be on uh, Sports Talk with the guys Saturday morning yep. at 9, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Sonny, are you going to be on? Cuervo? We're going to be on Sunday, I, just just to let you know. So, uh, But that will be at 9 o'clock Central on Sunday. And, guys, uh, All right. uh, for Sports Talk with the guys, uh, we have a special guest uh, this this Saturday, so uh, tune in, and you'll be able to listen to General America live with us. Really? Who's General America? Cuervo. <laughs> oh, we, Cuervo. We, we you got to be in studio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to be there at live in studio. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's called, it's called second take because we can't use first. <laughs> well, guys, Make sure go you out right now. Watch, 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 uh, watch the Democratic debate tonight. Watch a, a hundred-year-old fossil and a and a witch debate each other tonight. So y'all have fun tonight, and uh, maybe there'll be some sports on somewhere. I, I I didn't I didn't know Hillary was a hundred years old. Shut up, dumb. Brad Stevens for president. <laughs> All right, you too, guys. Take care. All right, take care.